0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. A bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. A lot of things I want to chit-chat with my girls about. A lot of chit-chatting we got to do. And uh, I hope everybody had a great weekend, great week ahead. For those of you that, you know, celebrate Valentine's Day, God bless happy Valentine's day. What are, what are you getting into? I feel like, and this isn't me being a hater. Cause I actually like when I'm in a relationship, I want something cute on Valentine's day because I want something cutesy wootsy. Okay. But do we feel that the restaurants and the whole, the whole, the theatrics of making a reservation, the special menu, they rush you out of the restaurant. Cause they got more tables coming in. Is that a little much? Cause I feel like it is. I'd rather somebody cook for me, or like we cook together, or something like that, um, or do something different. But I always, I think I've like gone out a couple times on Valentine's Day for dinner, and I'm like, this is actually a nightmare because there's like three things on the menu. And and I will say, since the pandemic, it is so annoying to just go out to dinner in general in New York City. It's changed so much. You are simply not sitting down anywhere unless you have a reservation. What the fuck is that? I don't know where the hell I want to eat on Friday or Saturday. It's damn near Monday. It drives me nuts. And then you end up eating at these like restaurants where you're just like, oh, whatever. They're the only ones that have a resi available. It's just so annoying. Can we go back to like walking into a restaurant and saying, hey, there's three of us. Can we sit down and eat here? I just don't understand the logic, but that's just me. I don't know. Restaurants here are like, it's impossible to, there, there's all these restaurants where people are like, oh my God, no, I've been trying to get a reservation there for like eight months. Huh? Not eight months. You could have had a freaking baby. And then you go and the food sucks and it's just like all hype. Anyway, there, that's my rant. I don't know, and I and I think that Valentine's Day would just exacerbate those problems. I just saw my my uh, reflection in this <laughs> in this video. Jesus Christ, I'm a little bloated. I can't lie, which is weird because I'm like, what did I drink last night? I had like two beers last night. I went to a show, went to the see this like punk band that I like, and then I then I mosey on home. So I don't know why I'm I'm bloated, but anywho, you guys. Enough about me, let's get after it. Um, Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna start from here. This says, so embarrassing. Hi, Cutie Carly and the baby boys. I'm writing in because the Chalazian got me, no naturally it started on Christmas Eve, right? When my long distance boyfriend was flying into town to spend the holidays with me. I'm not even kidding. When I say I woke up the next day and my eye was triple it's normal size. See, this is interesting to me because I'm like, did you get it because you were stressed? Because I think that happens too. She says nothing like looking like a freak one week out of the month that I get to see him, but this man really just loved me and told me that it wasn't even that bad. Anyway, tell me why everything involving the eye doctor is so embarrassing. You're sitting in a dark room. I'm sitting there without my contacts, uh, pretending that I could see the doctor's face. And all I can hear in my head is that I have a damn Chalasian or a chalazon. Girl, I had to hold in my laughter the whole visit without my contacts. I was probably making very aggressive eye contact <laughs> with her nose or something. Bad eyesight is so embarrassing. It's been months and I can't wait for this thing to go away, but I do feel special being inducted into the secret keepers Chalazian club. Thank you for what you do for the girlies. Oh, thank you so much. Love you and kiss your eye on the lips. XO, girl. That's a long one, huh? That's a long time to have a thing on your eye. What do they say you got to do? You got to get it drained or something because that is I will say though, it is really not, it's never as bad as we think it is, except for the time that I had one and not to make it about me, but mine was really bad. (laughs) Mine was like, um, you know, people were telling me on Instagram, just show us your eye, show us your eye. Cause I kept making videos and I was covering my eye or I was wearing sunglasses and I'm like, guys, something's up with my eye boba. And then, and I was like, fine, you guys said you wanted to see it. And then I showed it and girl, hundreds of people were like, holy shit. No, it's bad my eye was actually swollen shut. And also I do think there's still something off with it, but that's just could be in my own head. Um, that could just be my little imagination, but Jesus Christ, it's so annoying. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends at Oak Essentials. When we are creating a skincare routine, we want stuff that actually works. Oak Essentials is the total it girl of skincare. It has everything, hydrating ingredients, a luxury feel, and glowing results. Their moisture-rich balm is amazing. It supports collagen production production and delivers serious hydration. You pair it with the cleansing balm, ritual oil, balancing mist and restorative mass for the ultimate luxury experience. I have this, uh, I have gotten a box of this stuff and I really, really am loving it. I have it in my shower. The body wash feels so good and fresh. And it's just like, truly like, a. it feels luxurious. It smells like, um, like a fancy hotel to me. I don't know. It's really, really good. Um, now that your face looks incredible, don't forget about the rest of your body. The Oak Essentials the Oak Essentials Body Routine has everything you need for soft skin of your dreams. Treat yourself or someone else this season. The girlies will get 15% off your first order when they use code SECRET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code SECRET, OAKEssentials.com code secret. Go ahead and treat yourself from luxurious skincare to meaningful self-care. You deserve it. We also have our babies over at Lumi. When you smell awful, chances are nobody's going to tell you. Stay on top of your body odor with Lumi, a whole body deodorant that is changing the game. It was designed by an OBGYN to work on your pits, your privates, your feet, and literally everywhere. It's clinically proven to block odor all day long with its pH-optimized formula that stops smells before they start. You guys... I don't know what it is with me, but sometimes it, well, I think I could correlate it to a certain, to a certain time of the day, a month, but I'm sweating like a freaking, like I'm sweating, like it's a hundred degrees outside. And meanwhile, there's snow on the ground. I can't freaking help it, but Lumi, I have the wipes in my bag. I have the deodorant. I love the, the toasted coconut is my favorite uh, flavor and it just smells so good. And it really does it. You're not, I'm not smelling, I'm only smelling good. And that's, that's the way to go. So Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping uh, as a special offer to our listeners. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with my exclusive code and link. That's over 40% off their starter pack too. Use code SECRET for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code SECRET at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com, promo code secret. All right, this one says, 33 and lost, life update. I'm now 35 and things are still bad, sister. Uh, Dearest Carly, I'm now 35 and I'm still lost. I wrote to you a while ago uh, asking for some dating advice. I was on Hinge at the time and not having the best luck. I decided to just delete it and focus on school. I'm on track to graduate this summer. I'll be walking in the ceremony in May. Oh, congrats. But still technically need two classes in the summer. So I'll officially be done in August. I'll have a bachelor's at... In business law, I plan on taking a few weeks off, and then I'll study for the LSAT. Hopefully, do well enough to get into law school. Um, while this aspect of my life is going great, I'm still so shitty at dating. I have absolutely zero luck. Like I said earlier, I did get off the apps and put it on hold, but I kind of do want a little boo, like a guy to hang out with every once in a while. Uh, I can't commit. The time because I have six classes and LSAT studying is almost a full time job, but once in a while it'll be nice to have somebody to talk to. Well, I thought I found that somebody. I was flirting with a guy uh, that my best friend introduced me to a while back. I saw him recently after her friends miss party, and one thing led to another, and that le- led to us banging in his truck. <laughs> Not in the truck. <laughs> oh my God. God bless you. She says, I know, not ideal, but it's been two years uh, for your girl, so I just went for it. Well, mistake. I thought we were vibing, but he didn't even ask for my number after. We still have each other on Instagram. Um, he just told me to drive safe. Oh, not drive safe. And to make it worse, he told my my BFF's boyfriend that he hid it ugh, and he'd do it again. Oh." When he asked what happened with us, like, what, why, why are men? So of course, after this, I was livid, but for some reason, I'm still open to talking to him. Am I an idiot? I still kind of like him. The dick wasn't even that great, honestly. Yeah, girl, obviously you had a freaking seatbelt up your butt. How could it be good in that, in that scenario? He replied to my IG story and it seems as though he was inviting me to hang out, but he left me on red. I'll attach the DMs. Uh, please tell me if I'm Dululu or if I have a right to believe that he was asking me to hang out. But girl, am I an idiot? Do I just want him because he's the one who's around? How do I get a little boo that won't ask for too much time from me? Or should I just put it on hold and wait until <laughs> and just wait until I die alone with 12 dogs? Girl help. Now, OK, let me see that. Let me see these uh, messages here. OK, so he responds to her story and let's see okay they're chit-chatting little flirting back and forth and let me get to the yeah so at the end he's like he pretty much is like let's do let's do it let's hang out right and she goes cool can't wait and then it says seen last week that that read receipt really will get you sometimes Ugh. Girl, been there, been there. So here's the thing. I think that, oh, wait, and then there's more pictures. Okay, she's actually stunning. No, no, no. I don't think you guys understand. <laughs> of course, let's see him. Oh, cool. Okay, no, he's a regular guy. Sure. No, he's he's an average guy. Sure, 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 sure. Yep, 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 yep. No, and she's literally dropped dead gorgeous and looks like Sophie Vergara. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. I think what he's giving you, you can get from simply any man because it's not giving much. He's very lackadaisical. I would simply like base the entire, the way I move forward with him on the fact that he told your personal business to his friend and to, you know, your friend's boyfriend and said, yeah, I hit it. I would do it again. No, 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 no. We're not talking like that. It's just like he he simply doesn't deserve it. So I would, if you're just trying to have something casual and just hang out with somebody, go on a couple date, dates, you know, go on dates every once in a while, hang out, hook up, whatever. Um, I think you can get that from any other guy, literally for many reasons, but also the fact that you're stunning. I think that might like really help you. <laughs> um, yeah, I w- he- he's got to be out. Let me, let me look at this picture of, of him again. Mm-hmm. No. Cause it's like that. Uh, it's just like, he's so regular and it's like giving stock photo, you know, those stock photos they show that it's like, uh, it's just like some random guy. That's what it looks. He's like, he's like that guy. Uh, but I think you could like Go out with your friends. If you meet somebody, you could like just tell them whoever you meet or in whatever way you could just tell them like I'm really you know busy with um, school and I have a lot going on for the next X amount of time. Um, I don't think you need to put dating completely on the back burner, especially if it's something that you're interested in kind of exploring at this at this point in your life, but. You could just be honest with people when you first meet them. Like, hey, I don't want anything crazy. I don't want anything serious. Honestly, that'll probably make people just fall freaking in love with you. Because guys love that shit. When you're like, listen, I really don't want anything. They're like, let's just get married. (laughs) They love it. So, okay. This one says going to Japan alone. Hi, my sweet baby girl, Carly and the Royal Prince's Robert and Stan the man. I am going on my first ever solo trip to Japan. Oh cool. I'm wondering if any of the girlies have ever solo traveled and want to give some advice and tips and tricks to a girl like me. Bonus points if it was in Asia. I know your number one rule is to tell weird guys that you're traveling with your husband or your friend and that they're just back at the hotel for safety reasons. Also side note, I've recently dyed my hair from naturally blonde to like Emma Stone red and wondering what your suggestions on are on eyebrow colors. I've attached a, pitch, a pick with my natural brows, and I feel in the daylight they're too blonde. Let me see. Cute. Oh, I love this color. It's so pretty. Girl, have them match it when when you get your hair done. Just go to the hair salon. Whoever did that, whoever did your color, and just say, "Can you do my brows too?" It'll make everything mesh really well. But I don't think they look bad at all. Like, I think it, you look really nice, but if you're looking for something different and you don't want to like go Brown, just have them match it. It'll look cute. And she'll just put the same stuff on your, on your brows. But yeah, if anybody has any info on or any, any tips on traveling in Japan, that's really, really cool. You're going to have so much fun. I want to do a, a trip to Japan. Cause I, have been there years ago. I think it was 2019 or 2018, but I was working the entire time. And they had asked like, oh, do you want us to extend your trip? And then you can just kind of like go solo. And I was like, no, I want to go home. Why the fuck did I want to go home? I don't know. But I was like, no, I just want to go home after, I think I was there for 10 days or something. Um, and I really didn't see much of anything other than like, we were going from, um, like base to base, like all the military bases out there. Cause there's so many out there weirdly, but yeah, I'm kind of pissed. I, I saw some cool places that I wouldn't have seen otherwise, but I feel like just going to Tokyo or something, it's like, you could spend two weeks there and, and it's still not enough time. Uh, but that's, that's on my list. I would say there and Seoul too. I want to go to Seoul really bad. Uh, let's see. This one says, am I wasting my energy? Hi, Carly and the fur babies. I stumbled upon your podcast one day and I've been obsessed. Oh, thank you so much. I would never usually do this, but it's something that I need to write into somebody that has an outside perspective. I have a friend who we used to be best friends. She would even say sisters. We kind of looked alike and we used to be roomies. Fast forward a couple of years. I moved across the world and got engaged. Cue Okay. Hallmark. I started to feel the distance between us, but I still had her as my maid of honor because we had made a deal. Anyway, I visited her at, after all of this, in parentheses, flying back across the world, and everything was great until we had one too many drinks. She took a bad picture with me, and then when I said I looked terrible, I was literally chewing on something in the photo. She completely freaked out on me, calling me names, et cetera. What? This is a long friendship of her basically having a strong personality and sometimes thinking she can act a certain way towards me. Anyway, this snowballed into a huge thing where she was ignoring me. Then while we were out, oh my God, and tried to kick me out of her apartment. I had nowhere else to go. Obviously, I was staying with her. She uh, had me in crocodile tears and her just screaming at me. Girl, what? Anyway, I... I know maybe I can't see what I did wrong in the situation, but ever since then, our friendship has kind of been shit. I ended up apologizing to her. No, you didn't. Because that's the type of person I am. And I didn't want our friendship to end just like that. I have such a soft spot for her and it just hurt my feelings. Anyway, I feel like I always reach out to her now and basically get ghosted nine out of 10 times. I have a baby now. And I feel like that could have been something that would have been a huge step right back in the direction for us as friends because it's such a major life event, but nothing has really changed. Uh, she doesn't check in or ask how I'm doing. I guess what I want to know is why do I keep coming back to this friendship? And when is the right time to just let it go? I don't know if it's worth talking to her about because we had this conversation before and she insists that we're back on track, but it's the same old thing happening. I also feel like being a mom, I should just be better at making decisions and leave people who are no longer being good towards me. Um, Behind, but it's so damn hard. By the way, we run in the same circles. So I will have to see her at friends' weddings, and she's not going to be cordial kind of person. Ugh. She will try and make me feel excluded. Any advice is welcome. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Um ugh. it sucks when this happens with a friend, but I think this is I think what this is is very obvious. She's miserable in her life and You've made changes in your life, and you, you know, and she's taking it personal, and it's not personal. You know, things happen, people move on, people get married, people have children. But I think it shows a tr- like, a, I think when anything happens in your life that's big, whether it's you moving or you getting married or you getting a new job or anything that's positive in our lives, uh, you see who your true friends are at times like that, because there's people who, will surprise you that they're actually haters, you know, and that's what this girl is. But I think something to remember is the way people treat you isn't a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them and the way that they feel and the way that they view themselves. So, and that's in every, every instance, um, there's people who are just, they don't feel good. Right. And misery loves company and she's trying to stress you out um and you're paranoid about the friendship and you don't know how she feels and you're having this like feeling of like why would my friend make me feel this way? I must have done something wrong. It's like very narcissistic like gaslighting of her. But I would just I would just call it. I I wouldn't say anything to her, but I would have in my head like this is not my friend because she's not as as much as it sucks like you know, deep down inside you your friends and like you have this history together and you're super close like sisters like it really sucks when things like this come to an end, but you've done all that you could you didn't do anything wrong and you know, even if you had done something wrong like to me it's like girl, we're adults why why are we holding on to this like you have a conversation about it and you both move on and it is what it is. but it seems like she's not willing to do that so, I would just have in my head. This isn't my bestie. There's other people that really care about me and don't make me feel this way. Um, I've noticed this myself. Like there's certain people you talk to them and like, you feel like icky afterwards. I think that's a sign. That's our bodies telling us like, "Mm -mm, there's something up here. So you have to follow that. And I wouldn't work this hard trying to mend a friendship with somebody that, you know, is just simply not giving it it's just not giving it back in return. And I feel that way if you don't say anything to her, you're kind of in the best case scenario. If you are gonna have to see her at weddings and things like that, because you could just play dumb. Like, oh wait, what? Like, I didn't do I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But I would bet you that once you stop reaching out to her, she's gonna change her tune. I think that's gonna definitely happen and just act unfazed. Oh no, I just been busy. Sorry. You know, and that's it focus on people who are, who are there for you and who show up for you. Um, okay. So this one says, uh, horrific date story. Hi Carly and the sweet kitten babies. I love you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I love you too. I recently discovered your podcast and I've been binging all of the episodes. Oh, thank you. I relate to you so much and constantly find myself agreeing with you and laughing out loud at your advice and banter. So I went on an absolutely horrific date this past weekend. And I just knew that I had to write into the podcast because one, it's hilarious how much of a joke my dating life is. And two, to help the ladies stand up for themselves when a date goes south. So now to this horrific story, I had recently matched with this guy on Hinge and honestly felt kind of meant about him. Uh, I more so was just bored and wanted to go on a little date. So I decided to get together this past weekend to meet up when scheduling, he suggested that we go to some local dive bars, which aren't super cool. So I suggested another dive bar that had a better vibe. I'm always down for a good dive bar, but I don't know, as a first date, I was not really sure on if that's usually the vibe, but anyway, we get there and he is pleasantly much more attractive in person, which was a plus. Um, we have a couple drinks and we're chatting. I tend to go into deep shit right off the bat because I don't like wasting my time. And then out of nowhere, he burps multiple times and is like covering his mouth saying, oh my God, these burps smell so bad. Ew. Girl. Ugh. I was like, um, okay. So this is how we're starting things off. Cool. So then he, oh God. So then we head to the diviest of dive bars and he asks if I'm cool if he takes a shot. I knew in this moment that this was turning to the point of the night, Uh, the, the turning point of the night. Sorry. But the peer pressure felt real. So I took a shot with him and then he tells me that he has an addictive personality. Yeah, he's addicted to burping. He's addicted to burping. And that became very apparent later in my last relationship, I dated an addict who was extremely toxic and it was an awful situation, which brought me to therapy to heal and change me to be a strong, independent woman that I am today. So I knew that I was not getting involved with this man because he had toxic written all over him, but maybe leave it open as a friends with benefits situation because your girl has needs and. I could tell we were both physically attracted to each other. So we keep talking and to be honest, we had nothing in common. He told me that the fact that I don't want kids is a red flag. And when I asked him what he likes to do for fun, he said, what do you mean? Um, Haha, as someone who is looking for someone that's motivated, has hobbies, does not want children and is liberal slash non-religious, he was not checking any of my boxes. In between our heavy conversation, also, I just want to say I love when guys judge women for not wanting children. And then you look at them and you go, and you would be helping me raise them. And this is what, and this is what you're bringing to the table is burp, is belches, please. Anywho. Um, Okay. She said he would just get up and go to the bar and get a drink and then go to the bathroom for like five minutes. Okay. So he was doing cocaine. I would just be sitting at the table alone for 10 minutes each time. And the bartender even came by and asked why I was sitting all alone. I felt extremely disrespected. And this man clearly does not know how to date and treat a woman. So after the fourth or fifth time of him leaving me for like 10 minutes, I just straight up said, I'm leaving. And I walked out. I felt so empowered, but also just like, what the fuck? Why is this my life? He then proceeds to call me and ask me why I left. Oh my God. So he's delusional. He must've been really hot. He must have been really hot if he's like doing all of this and then being like, wait a minute, what? You're leaving? I don't understand why. She said, I straight up told him you need to learn how to go on a date and be respectful toward women. And he essentially agreed with me, um, but was being very gaslighting about it. Then somehow we start talking about sex. I was a little tipsy. Uh Uh-oh, how'd this happen? Now, this isn't where I thought we were going. I was a little tipsy, but I know we had discussed earlier on the date and he proceeds to tell me that the reason that I can't get off from penetration could be because I haven't had good sex and oh my God, or that I'm a lesbian. I have to take a sip of water. This man is now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, she says he is so psychotic. Yeah. He then tells me that every woman he's been with has been able to, oh God, I, I told him that they're all lying and hung up. And that was that good for you. As a huge proponent of the female orgasm and advocating for yourself in the bedroom, this man could not have been more toxic. And it was honestly disgusting. I get the point of this email is just a PSA for women to not waste your time on lazy loser men. I know it's easier said than done because the old me would have looked at him and said, oh, I can fix him as I have done in all of my previous relationships. But oh my God, my stomach's growling. Did you hear that? I think thinking about this man freaking is making me have a visceral reaction. Uh, she says, that's, I'm not that girly anymore. I would 1000% rather be alone than in a toxic situation again. So hope this made everyone feel good and empowered and we can all laugh together. at my very sad, but also a hilarious dating life, but also how do you not get discouraged with dating when it seems uh, that every time I can get to the point of going out on a date, it ends up just being one crazy toxic dude. I barely can... I barely like anyone on the app. So I think of myself as being very selective, but it doesn't matter. I think I'm getting to the point where I actually hate men help. Thanks for sticking through this long ass email and kiss you and Stanley and Robert right on the lips. Um, I think like the- to answer your question of how do you not get discouraged? I think it's kind of just going into it going like, I don't care what, what's the worst that can happen if this date sucks. Like I have a good story to tell. And my life is the same as it was before I went, like, it's just so not that serious. Like it's definitely certain people. What, what upsets me is when like people just disappoint you. I think that bothers me more than just having like one shitty date. It's like, oh yeah, whatever. The guy's fucking crazy. He sucks. He's he's delusional. And you just move on from there. But when someone I want to do this. I want I want something serious and blah 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 and they're like they're kind of like um they're like promising you things or what do they call it future future faking or something? There's a name for it. Um and then they end up not holding Up on that, that's what bothers me because it's like, oh, you clowned on me. And I was being uh, selective and I was protecting myself and I was doing all these things. And I just went by what you were saying. And then that was it. That bothers me. Um, But I guess it's all part of it. There's really not much, you know, something to think about is like, most people aren't the one, right? There's only one. So every date you go on that sucks is one step closer to the right person. You know, think of it like that. And you do have good stories to tell and, it, and it's whatever. I've also something that I've learned is to not like. Um, like there. there's times where I've gone out with people where I'm like, I don't know if I like really am gaga about him, but he has all these great qualities and. X Y and Z but I'm just kind of not feeling it. I won't ride that one out any longer. Like I could say he's a really nice guy, he's just not the guy for me and I don't feel the need to waste both of our time and keep going out with him. If I think there's potential there like, "Oh, let's just see see this out," then I'll do it. But if I'm like, "Oh no, we're too just he's just not the one," um, then I won't. Because why am I wasting his time, too? There's no point. We also have BetterHelp here. Relationships can be tough. Maybe you're hashing things out with your mom, or you'd like to reconnect with a friend, but you are not sure how to start. BetterHelp's Talk Therapy gives you the tools you need to build a more stable and healthy relationship. It is so easy to get started. Just take a quick survey to let BetterHelp know why why you're signing up, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. If you ever need to change therapists, you can easily switch at any time for no additional charge. I love the idea of BetterHelp. It's it's really like amazing. It's convenient. You can just book it online. You don't have to even leave your house. You could do video calls. You can do, um, phone visits any time that you need. I think that it's really helpful. And I do love that they're like, Hey, if you don't find a good match, you can just switch therapists. I think that's great because that's also something that, um, can kind of cause like friction if you don't feel like you're vibing with the person. So, I think it's great. It is completely online and suited to your schedule. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelphelpcom slash secret keepers. And we also have our, our babies, our babies. You guys know, I love neutral. If your hair is thinning, you might feel totally alone, but surprise it happens to 50% of women join the over 1 million women who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes of hair thinning, which is stress, hormones, nutrient gaps. And for, you will get visibly thicker, stronger hair. I am a total testament to that. My hair is as long as it's ever been, I'm actually getting a haircut this week because girls it's, it's, it's too long. And I don't think I've ever had that problem in my stern life since I started using Nutrafol. Um, honestly, I noticed a difference in my, the way my hair feels, it grows like a weed. My nails are really strong too. Um, and I've been using it for years. I noticed a few months in, I I started noticing, uh, changes. So you could take the first step to visibly thicker and healthier hair for a limited time. Neutraful is offering the girlies $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping. When you go to neutraful.com and enter the promo code secret, find out why over Healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. nutrifol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code secret. That's nutrifol.com promo code secret. Okay. So this next one says they always come crawling back. Hi girl. You know how you say they always come crawling back? Well, ain't that the gosh darn truth recently guys have been hitting me up and I swear to God, uh, It's some sort of tingly sense that they get a thousand percent. I got into a relationship and have been hitting the gym and doing well at work. And recently, all my little black book numbers have been sending me hey messages and tongue sticking out emojis. Oh, my God. For real, there needs to be some sort of study on this and why it happens. How the hell do they know? Can I just tell you, like, I think they genuinely feel it like they feel it energetically that you're not connected to them anymore. I really believe that because I think that, um, like, have you ever been with somebody and things are going well? It's like somebody that you're more seriously dating and you just feel a shift and you know, when it happened and you're just like, I don't know. I just feel it in my gut. Like, and it's just like, how do you know? I don't know. I just do. There's no way to really explain it. I think that's what it is. It's that, but the opposite. They feel that you're not connected to them anymore. So they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And one thing about a man, if they know that you're happy, they they see it and they and they go, oh, you know, they'll see a picture of you or something on Instagram or they'll think about you. And they'll go, oh, she seems really happy. I'm really happy for her. And then And then they go, <laughs> I'm going to ruin it. That's what they go. They go, I'm going to. Ruin that for her because she's smiling and she's happy and she's frolicking and she's X, Y, and Z. And I'm gonna make sure that I insert myself into that and then I ruin it. So, anywho, she says, uh, can we talk about how satisfying it is to turn them down? I got inspired to write all of this after I got a text from a guy who I used to hook up with once in a while. I met him when I was 19 in parentheses. I'm 28 now. And he was 26. And I used to chase this guy like I was sick in the head um, for how I had this man on an absolute pedestal. I haven't heard from him since 2018. He WhatsApped me. Okay. It's giving British and sent a little text. And I, when I didn't reply, when I told him that I'm not free. And I'm in a relationship. He heart reacted it. Anyway, this feels like the end of a chapter and finally some victory and redemption for my 19 year old self that would constantly hit this guy up and get turned down or ignored, but there's a plot twist. Uh, my boyfriend is a crawlback. Interesting. Long story short, it was a friends with benefits slash situationship for two years. Wow. That's a long time. That's a long time, girl. I came to my senses and said, I can't do this and spent the next two years dating other people and working. I moved into a different apartment, reconnected with my now boyfriend after dating an idiot last March. I originally reconnected with him as friends, but he confessed his love for me. And I said, no, too little, too late in parentheses, Q Jojo and shout out to Jojo for making so many hits in such a short amount of time. And that's, that's totally besides the point of this. And I know that, but you guys know I'm a Jojo stan. Uh, He came crawling back around my birthday in November and he gave me the works, flowers, jewelry, steak, dinner, pool and drinks. Okay. And he makes me laugh so hard. Uh, He treats me like a princess and I'm so happy to be in a relationship with him. He's my best friend. I miss every month that we were apart, which is why I gave him a chance. And I'm so happy that it's going well. Good for you. Anyway, ladies, don't be afraid to say no. Turn these guys away uh, they're obsessed with you and always will come back. So you don't even have to worry about that. I agree. And then if you decide you want them, you can get them seriously. Remember who you are and don't take any shit. Okay. This is getting long. Look at pictures of my stop. <gasps> stop. Is this cat serious? Cause it looks like a freaking cookie jar. You know, when you have a little, you know, when you see those cookie jars, stop. I'm obsessed. And you and your boyfriend are so cute together. Oh my God, she's dressed up as Princess Leia and he's Luke Skywalker. How freaking cute are you? So cute. Um, I a thousand percent agree with you. They feel it. I, I think that's really what it is. It's so weird because there's this one guy that I've known for years and years. And like every time I I get into a serious something with somebody, I hear from him. It's it's almost the only time I hear from him is when I meet somebody and it's going well. And then it's so weird when I stop seeing that person, I'll hear from him again. It's so freaking weird. And I haven't like, you know, nothing's happened between us for years. Um, but it's just like they feel it in the universe and you go, no, 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 no. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Uh, Okay. This one says, hi, Carly, longtime listener. Just a quick question. I'm watching Vanderpump Rules, and I think Tom Swartz dropped an Easter egg uh, when he was. Hold on. When he was watering and talking to his plants, he said, hey, you want to drink? You're not driving to one of his plants. Then I remember you saying something about a guy, you know, in L.A., but you know enough about him to stay away because he's a player. Is this a coincidence? Just wondering. (laughs) Girl, I don't even know who this man is. Wait, let me look him up. And I'm not saying that as like, who? No, I'm saying I really don't know who this is. Hold on, let me see. I've never seen Vanderpump Rules. And I hate that because I know it's like such a show that everyone's obsessed with, but I think it's too late for me to get into it. Tom, hold on, let me see. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah. I've never seen this man a day of my life. I I just, I've never seen him. He's cute though. I mean, he's very California or what? What's his deal? I'm just judging him based on, on his looks here, but he looks a little too perfect for me. I need a guy that's a little scrappy. Like you have to have like, I don't know. You have to have your hands have to have calluses. You have to have like a you know, like a scar or you're missing half an eyebrow or something. I don't know. You have to have surgery. Do you know what I'm saying? Like stitches. I want to see stitches on a guy. Tell me about your surgeries, but no, he's cute, but no, um, (laughs) that's not, uh, anyone I've ever met. Let's see. This next one says aim screen name. God, these are so good. Let's see. Hi, Carly. Love the potty. Uh, saw your stand-up years ago on Marco Island. Oh my God, how funny. Marco Island's such an interesting place. Once upon a time in the late 90s, a young Kylie, that's me, was introduced to the, wonder, the wonderful Wild West of the World Wide Web. It was time to come up with my first screen name. As a lover of the cartoon, The Powerpuff Girls, it was an easy choice for this 11-year-old. Powerpuff Girls 1 was taken. Powerpuff Girls 2 was taken. Uh, becoming agitated, I tried one more. Powerpuff Girl 11, also taken. Until it was decided. Pee Girl 11. <laughs> now, when does an adult step in? I was so giddy. I ran to my three brothers to let them know my new internet identity was finally decided. And they all simultaneously sighed and discussed and ran to my, my father. I didn't understand their aversion to my screen name until my father plainly told me to delete it now. There we go. He did the right thing. He had to step in there. I didn't understand it until later. Now it's a fun story to bring up with my friends of my short-lived AIM life. Uh, ironic that PP girl ended up being a big lesbian. <laughs> God, that's so funny. No, PP girl 11 is crazy. The way you would have gotten like the weirdest people reaching out to you. Right. Because you could just, wasn't that like a, imagine being in a, in a, um, like a chat room. I feel like maybe I'm wrong with, with AOL and aim. You used to be able to, uh, just type any random thing in and just like instant message it. Right. Or you had to be friends. I don't remember exactly. One thing I will say that, and I, oh, I'm showing my age here because I'm like kids these days won't understand. And I always like make fun of people when when they say that, but they really don't understand how hard it was. I was thinking the other day how hard it was to even go on the internet. Do you remember that noise? I hear that noise when I'm having sleep paralysis sometimes. Do you know what I'm talking about? That dial-up. And my mom would be like, I'm waiting for a phone call, get off the computer. Huh? Why, why did that happen? How did that even work? Why couldn't we be on the phone and on the computer at the same time? You had to make a choice. Oh my God. And then you would go on like, the, there wasn't even any cool websites. What the hell were we doing? Also, I, I just want to say this, and I was talking about it the other day the, the trials and tribulations or tribulations of posting a photo. You had to have a scanner. You had to get a, a freaking disposable camera, go to the place, have the pictures developed, get them printed out, post it with the scanner, which always looked like shit. It was always crooked. It was always discolored. You couldn't even get it. Please. Cause we didn't have, I, I didn't have a digital camera. I actually just bought an, an old one a couple like months ago. Um, on eBay. Like I bought like one of those old, like Sony ones, but at the time I didn't have one that was like, to me, like, Oh, so you, so you're rich. (laughs) You have a digital camera. Wow. You're rich. The things we thought, um, were so expensive and they were just like regular amount of money. I think, um, too funny. I love it. I love PP girl 11. Imagine that. Anywho, you guys, I love you. I hope you have a great week, great weekend. Good vibes only going into the week. And happy Valentine's Day. You're all my little Valentines. And I'll see you soon. Bye.